time we got our live yeah. stream up so we can see our comments going on um, what's up everybody oh Olivia yes it's starting see I can comment live. I can comment what you're saying look I got 609 live here oh you got the Instagram on that yeah we changed hey, our setup a little bit uh, we social did. distance well, we can't touch each other even if we want to yeah wingspans Ugh. our wingspans so, pretty long so we got six we're feet here following social distancing Hey, uh, I got Instagram right here. I just wanted to say shout out to all you Instagrammers. We are so thankful that you're following and having fun. But we also just want to let you know that nwcfoursquare.org, we have a youth page. Yeah. And on that, youth, on that youth page, we have this great new platform that I would say is almost, it's almost as good or better. Actually, I think it's better. It's definitely better. I One, think it's better. It doesn't yeah. have the lag time. It's yeah. so like, you guys are watching like five seconds behind if you're on Instagram. If you're on Subsplash, you're probably about a couple seconds behind. Yeah, he said Subsplash. What it, that, all that is is the live stream that's on the webpage there. And you click on the thing that says click here. And and what's amazing about that is there's, a, there's actually the Bible there. So like, you can click on it. It'll take you right to the Bible app. It'll also give you ability to like say for prayer requests. You can say, hey, I need prayer. Um... There's also a place when you like to raise your hand at the end and be like, yeah, I received prayer for that pastor or, or Nick or wh whoever, you know. And so we can actually see that. And some of our leaders who are monitoring right now can actually start an individual chat with you and ask you what they can pray for you about. And actually just from there, we can just get on FaceTime or and just chat and yeah. just pray face to face. Because I know that, you know, it kind of seems like it's not real almost yeah. when it's over a text. So it can get even more real. But we really, all that said, we really like our new platform on the website. We love Instagram. We're not getting rid of it. How do you like your chair? This is nice. Those metal ones are Those pretty, pretty sharp lack. on the back. Yeah, yeah. no. I can sit here for 50 minutes, no problem. Yeah, I wish I could be in this chair every day. Yeah, this would be a nice one to work. Man, from. my chair at home, my it just like hurts my butt. Really? I got yeah. I took the office chair, I shoved it into my Corolla last week. I don't even know how I fit it in there, but last Wednesday I shoved it in there, and yeah. now my garage is my new office for the time being. Um, yeah. So on our uh, website, though, Ooh. while we were talking about it, we have this weekly devotion. We've got three weeks up now. Um, and this is this week's devotion. It's about the resurrected Jesus. It ties with whatever service or sermon we're speaking about. Um, and you guys can work on it through the week. Um, we're both trying to plug in Devo groups as well. Um, and those Devo groups are aimed to focus on these devotionals. So um, spending time with Jesus and especially in fellowships is so important, especially during this time. So. Yeah, so just to reiterate that, we've got 609 Online right now where we're going to do some stupid things, fun things, preach at you, 
But Nick and I have been working together to bring the word every week. We're, we're praying, we're listening to God, we're seeking him out, and we're saying, okay, this is what we're preaching on, that's what our devotional's on, and that's what we want our D groups to be when we meet together in Zoom or whatever video chat platform. Um, that's what we're going to go over. We're going to talk about, so we're just kind of like repetitious of praying through this, the scripture and asking God, what are you, what are you trying to say to us? And it's community. It's community. Absolutely. Yeah, so I mean, every Wednesday or even actually about three or four days a week, Jared and I, we spend time doing a Bible study together because we sit there and we talk theologically about what the scripture means and it, and it spends, it takes us a deep amount of time, a good amount of time to, to really gain a good understanding of it. Um, and so like even just now, 30 minutes before the sermon, we're talking about when things happen in the gospel. And, and it's so good because it just fills your heart when you can learn and, and know more about the Lord. Um, but so yeah. Our introductions, we just do quick shout outs. We're almost done with our introduction, but I just want to shout out to Timon right now because Timon Hamilton is just blowing up commenting. I don't even know what he's saying. What is he saying? <laughs> Where am I looking? I'm looking at what you're posting, Jen, so I can see your comments on my right. Um, so when Jared's looking across me, he's looking at the comments. Sorry if I'm looking away too much. Um, shout out to Josiah. Shout out to... Oh, Josiah saves our bacon. Oh, absolutely. With all this technology, just shout... Hey, listen, if you've been following church online, just just send Josiah a little message and say thank you for being a faithful servant. I think our, our Devo this week uh, has writing letters. You guys should write a letter to Josiah, especially you J-Hires. Write him a letter. He's been doing a bunch of new stuff, and uh, and it's been a been a little different, right? He's not in this role. Although this role is different as well, but he's now the tech producer of a tech church. Um, so yeah, but 609, you know, John 69 is the theme. You guys know that verse by now. Uh, but we're going on to our first challenge. Oh, uh, wait. Oh, I got to shout out Jordan Noel on Instagram. Jacob, my God, Jacob is on there. Who else we got? My wife, Rachel. I love you so much. Shout out to Rachel. I'm going to shout out to Ruby. Oh, Ruby Hamilton. We forgot to shout out to you last week. She did the funniest transform or uh, one out Bibles of Transform Spirit. She dressed up like Spider-Man. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> it was really good. So uh, Transform Spirit became Spider-Man. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, she just told us that uh, Timon got in trouble <laughs> for putting all those E's in there. So, Timon, stop it. All right, and we're on to the next segment. Um, we are finished with that intro. And I'm kind of nervous. I don't know if I want this next segment to start, um, but it's called Egg Roulette. And yes, folks, uh, we like eggs. So we're going to put these trusty, tight bags on our bodies to protect ourselves from this egg. Listen, I don't think that these were made for a man my size. I don't think this is going to protect me very well. All right, so to explain the game, if you have not... Hey, don't touch the eggs. I'm not touching any eggs. Just moving that flap so they can see them all. One rule. Social distancing purposes, you cannot touch an egg and not take it. If you touch the egg, you smash it on your face. Or on your forehead. Face would be a little little much. That's the rule. Um, Also, you can't test it, right? So you just got to take the egg, smash it. So the game is called... Egg roulette. I know some of you played this in high school before, if not junior high. What is the rules? We got 12 eggs. We don't know how many are, are uh, boil, hard boiled and how many are, are raw. 
We're gonna take an egg. We're just take turns. We'll have six rounds. I'll take an egg. He'll take an egg. And then we'll take turns to smash them on our head, right? So I'll smash one, then Jared will smash one, then Jared will smash one, then I'll smash one. Mm. And we'll go through all six. So if it's hard boiled, it won't. I won't get egg all over me. All right. I heard eggs really good for your hair. Is it? Yeah. Well, I'm kind of concerned that we got the brown eggs. Is brown I don't egg, know why. Is brown I just, egg not good for your hair? I don't know. I just, right, well. I just, I just, I don't. I have a problem with brown eggs. Yeah. Do you not eat brown eggs? It just makes me think that a chicken pooped it out because it's brown. Like, yeah. I've always eaten white eggs. Like I know they're bleached, but that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. My uh, have my uncle dying a brown egg. I have it. My uncle owns a owns a organic farm and he has a chicken coop and he actually I had to go clean the chicken coop like this much poop on the bottom of it. But yeah, all the eggs are brown, but they taste the same. So yeah, but the poop is right. not really bad. All right, round all right. one. Here we go. I gotta take my glasses off. And I, I'll, see, I'll go first. I'm going over this guy right here. Oh! Once you touch it, it's all over. I so. get this one. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got this one. Oh! <laughs> I really thought that was hard boiled. Um. Yeah. So, next one! How many do we have to do? <laughs> Six rounds! That's round one! <laughs> I'm going with this one. I'm gonna go oh, hey! <laughs> Lucky, it's already busted. This one's probably not. Yay, it's hard boiled! Woo! Oh, I'm going with this one. Round three! Oh! Oh! Well, he knows it's hard boiled, I think. Alright, I'll go first this time. This one probably has egg in it. Hard boiled! Oh, it didn't break on the ground. <laughs> I, was sure, I was sure that one was hard boiled. Jesus, <laughs> I thought because it was darker and the weather was darker was not. So I, was, I thought I figured it out. I know. I was like, oh, those are the hard boiled ones. I got Nick. All right, round four. Round four. What? Hard boiled. Let's go three. No. <laughs> Oh, hey! This one was already cracked, so... Alright, how many more two left? Two rounds left. There's wait, wait, how many have... I've gotten two? I've gotten one, so we got three in there. Three out of four. There's only one hard-boiled left. There's only one hard-boiled left? I think, I think it's six and six, but they didn't tell us. Alright, here we go. I'll grab. Round five! No! Okay, go ahead. Alright. No! Let's go! <laughs> I think the hard boy ones hurt though, to be honest. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll join you. <laughs> oh, it's warm. Yes! Yes! <laughs> oh, I didn't even try. Alright, guys. We have an awesome video stuff you can do at home quarantine time. We're just going to pop that on when we clean off.
Coming to you live from Ocean Shores. Ocean Shores. Here we are. <laughs> I haven't been to the ocean in a long time and I can see it. Waves. Letting the egg just exfoliate my hair. Yeah. I mean, if you've never used egg for um, conditioner, um, it, it's actually quite nice. It works wonders. Um, so my hair is extra long. If you can't see, that goes to my nose actually now. Wow. Um, so egg is very important. Yeah, I need a haircut. There are no hairdressers available during yeah. this uh, time. So. I have I have Iverson who who lives with me, and he thinks he can cut hair. Shout out to Iverson. <laughs> I'll let you cut my hair maybe someday. We'll see. Shout out hey. to my wife, Ashley. I want her to cut my hair. She's not accepted the challenge yet. Anyway, we got like 30 seconds left before we move on. I just wanted to say, if you're on Instagram and you're like, why are you guys just sitting there doing nothing for a while? Hey, listen, our main platform is on the church website. We played this great video on like what we have been doing during quarantine. And we actually want to encourage you guys to send a video in of what you've been doing during quarantine. And next week we'll play, we'll make a video of what you guys have been doing. So if you're doing crazy things like Kenzie and painting your face or you're playing pranks on your brothers and sisters, or what was a good, what was a good prank? You, you said you used to pull on your brother and sister. Uh, you, you fold the bed sheet in half. And so when they go to get in their bed at night, they're just like, well, I can't fit in my bed. So try that one. Another good one. Um, don't tell your parents I told you this one. Uh, put some salt on the toothbrush um, of your brother or sister and uh, maybe even your parents if you don't have any siblings. But you got to catch it on film. Or you could just do like something fun. Just send us something you've been doing during quarantine. I could do like a tickle with it, tickle feather in the back of the ear or something. Kind of like yeah. with the lightsaber. Oh, yeah. Something funny. But we'll make a video. We'll put it up here. And then if you're on our... Uh, 
on our uh, Northwest Church live stream, then you'll be able to see it. So if you're on the Instagram, you'll see nothing except for us All being right. quiet. So next up is my favorite TikTok challenge. <laughs> TikTok challenge. All right. So we have cup, little tiny portion cups here. And um, you want to make the sure, Italia. Make, here, put them next to each Italian other. Italian lemon juice. Put them next to each other. And then uh, make sure we have the same amount. All right, here we so go. So as Nick form. fills up the cups, I'll explain what we're doing here. So if you've seen the videos where it says, um, what does it say? What does it say? Snake. Sna no, it says sleep. <laughs> it's a debate. It says sleep. So you'll hear the music and we'll have to, we'll put them in our mouth and we'll say sleep. And we got to keep a straight face. And then when we say sleep, we can just like let it go. But this is straight lemon juice. So we got to try to hold a straight face. You comment. We're watching your comments. We want to know who you think holds a better straight face, Nick There's or Jared. There's that much left. That much. Do we have to put this all in our mouths? Yeah, I think that was the whole thing. The whole thing. And hold it in your mouth. Ready? One, two, three. Wait, wait, wait. The beat is sleep. Sleep. Hmm. Hmm. Sleep. <laughs> ah! I like sour stuff, so. I'm confused. Was that sour to you? No. It's Italian. Alright, you comment. We're watching the <laughs> comments right now. We'll see who has a better sleep Woo! face. Sleep face? Is that what we're calling it? Snake. Sna snake? <laughs> sleep. I don't know. I haven't heard the song, so. Uh, yeah. Oh, here's the beat. I think that, um,. Man, it's more sour now. Abby said Nick did it better. Thanks, Abby. Shout out to Abby. Abby, you're high school. You're going to vote for high school. Man. Oh, wait. I got I got votes right here. What do we got? Put lemon oh, juice in your eyes with a straight face. Uh, Natalie says it's snake, not sleep. Not ate. Snake. Um, Jared, all the way. Oh, Natalie said I won. Oh, Jacob Marn said I, I, Jared. I did it wrong. I got three. Was it going um, the wrong way? Is it supposed to be this way? Sammy voted Jared. How many Jareds we got I on there? I thought this is turned I got off. three Jareds on Instagram. How, how many we got over there? I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Voted for you? Nine. Yeah. Oh, uh, Nick won. Well, Timon, Timon likes to put my name multiple times, just like the E, so. Well, you can't count. You only get to vote once. All right, whatever. <laughs> well, it was, it was a good game. I'll take the I'll take the dub. I drank the whole lemon juice. I think. Did you drink it? I spit it out. I drank it all. Oh man. I, mm. Yeah, it's gone. Did you I like leave sour it in your skittles? Mouth? Yeah, I kept it in my mouth. Were you supposed to keep it in your mouth? I thought you were supposed to hold it in your mouth. I thought you were supposed to swallow it. <laughs> <laughs> I was holding it in my mouth the whole time. If, that's okay, why, that's that why, makes that's why sense. Nick got the dub. Okay. We didn't understand the that's game. That's why Nick way, got so. the dub. All right. Well, that's it for our um, TikTok challenge <sighs> for today. Remember, you guys can always shoot in some TikTok challenges our way that you want us to try out. So Instagram is a good way to send us a video or, or a link. Or you can just type out something. Um, and then our emails and our phone numbers. Any of those ways. You can also put it on the chat. And uh, and we'll make sure we uh, take note of it. Yeah, send us a week. message right now. Tell us TikTok challenges or things that you want us to do where we can compete. Something. I mean... If we're willing to put egg on our face and eat bird spit, 
I mean, drink white fungus, drink white fungus, bird spit. I mean, we're willing to do whatever to make you laugh just a little bit. I mean, we want to have fun with you, but trust me, when we're all back together, the pastors aren't doing it no more. It's all you. It's all on you guys. You guys are drinking the bird spit, and, and you're coming back. Yeah, don't think you're running away. Yeah. We'll find Listen, you. Listen, this is not going to carry on into the years <laughs> where Jared just suffers for you all. <laughs> like I expect you guys to come back ready to go. Okay. I think we're done. Right, I, I, think, I think we're on yeah, to the I message think, now. I think we got it. What are we on Best now? part, the message. The um, word. So we're into the word. Um, I'm super excited for this message because, you know, last week was Easter. We talked about Passion Week, right? Yeah. Um, Sunday was Easter, Resurrection Day. I mean, I was just excited. Like, I went to the gas station just to get gas, and I got to say, you know, he's risen. And that was just exciting in and of itself. I had a short conversation with somebody I got to pray for, and... I don't know, it's just, you know, Easter is just amazing. And this Easter yeah. was a little weird because it was more secluded. Was, but I was able was to different. go to the gas station and, and pray for somebody. So that was just an amazing a blessing from the Lord. Um, but today's devotion, uh, speaking of the resurrected Christ, you know, it, it's resurrected Jesus. So that's our, that's our um, not devotion, sorry, that's our scripture today. That's our sermon title. And what we're going to work on or talk about is just how glorious the King is, you know, how, how he rose yeah. from the dead. And I just think it's... Just so amazing. Um, and so what we're going to talk about is just his resurrected form. So what he did, how he appeared in his resurrected body. Um, so yeah, you want to talk about a few he, things there? He resurrected and he, he didn't just like resurrect and he was gone because they thought that someone had paid someone to go steal the body of Jesus mm -hmm. because there was rumors that, because Jesus clearly told the crowds and the disciples and people in the temple that he would die and come back. He would, he would rise again. Mm -hmm. So people said there was rumors that Jesus or his disciples would go steal the body so they could claim that Jesus was who he said he was. But yeah. I think in Luke it actually says that the high priest paid the soldiers to say that the bodies were stolen. Yeah. So it actually ended up backwards because they had to cover something up because it really happened and the tomb was rolled. And there was actually a seal on the on the tomb, right? And it was it was unbreakable. It was, it was meant to be un unbreakable, right? It was yeah. a big Roman seal meant to, to not be broken. And it was just right off... A stone more than two people had to carry. Yeah, they had soldiers there too. Soldiers were there. Yeah. Yeah, just crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So powerful. But Jesus, Jesus not only was it clear, I mean, he was publicly executed, like brutally. And everyone knew it was Jesus. People saw him. But it was clear that when Jesus came back, he didn't just come back and secretly talk to his disciples about this. He, he showed up in the public. Uh, we, if you're following along in our reading plan, uh, we're reading the Bible um, this is on the app. If you go to reading the Bible plan on our app, our Northwest Church app, mm -hmm. you can read, like right now we're going through Numbers and Corinthians. Yep. And we just read in Corinthians how Paul said that he, he showed up and revealed himself to like 500 plus people. Yeah. And at the very end he said he actually appeared to me too. And he considered himself to be like one of the last people who saw Jesus. And the he was the lowest or le least deserving is what Paul said. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Jesus showed up, resurrected many times. The last week we talked about, he came through the door, or was that two weeks ago? I, I don't remember when we talked about that. The I just love of the, God. I love the story. I, I, first, I love the guy's name. His name's Didymus. I mean, our time, <laughs> contemporary time, Thomas. But Thomas. I just love the name Didymus. I don't know what it is about it. I think Pastor Steve Shell said Didymus once, and I just fell in love with Didymus. Uh, but this guy wasn't in the wasn't in the room when Jesus appeared, and then... He was in the, and so he said, I don't believe you. Jesus isn't alive. Mm -hmm. He didn't come, he didn't come back to life. He's not here. So he's in the room with the, the other 10 disciples at the time. 
And all of a sudden, Jesus just goes through the door like a superhero. Yeah, that was two weeks ago. Just walks right through the door, right? Phases right through. And, and then yeah. he says, hey, put your, put your fingers right here. And he said, hey, Thomas, look. Here's my hand that you said. Here's my side. Here's my side, yep. And he kind of said it as like a rebuke. Yeah. Like, are you really don't going to believe? Like, go ahead, put your... Because Thomas said, I will only believe if I put my finger in his, his, the holes in his hand and the hole in his side. You know? Yeah. Like, and, he yeah. was doubting. And it was like a, uh, a violent put my hand in. It wasn't mm-hmm. just like touch. It was like, I forget what the Greek word is, but that's not what we're focused on today. But <laughs> the idea of that is just like, he, he knew. He even, ate a, he even ate a fish in front of them. And he's like, yeah. they're like, well, you're just a ghost. If you eat a fish, it'll drop through. And he just proved that wrong. You can eat in your reincarnate body, right? You can eat when you are mm-hmm. reborn, right? When we die and we live in our eternal body, yeah. we can still eat. We so can still eat. Don't forget that. We'll still eat. Just we'll, we'll leave think, the white fungus on earth. I don't think that we'll need to eat. I think we'll just get to eat. That's true. We yeah. won't need to. You're right. I don't right. think we'll need to, but I think we'll get to. I think that's a very good point yeah. you got there. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of eating, um, something that really, really excited me when I was growing up is, I don't know how this works for everybody else, but when I, when I grew up, um, for my birthday, for Mother's Day, Father's Day, for my parents' birthday, my sister's birthday, I just have one sister, by the way, um, we'd make breakfast in bed for them. Um, you, the person whose birthday it is or special occasion would get to sleep in a little bit, um, just stay in bed, and then if the if the food wasn't brought to the bed, it was brought at least to the table, and it was just an amazing meal. Sliced strawberries, you know, a Belgian waffle with whipped cream, um, just amazing, you know, coffee, whatever whatever you could think of, like the best breakfast, the works, everything was there. And, and so, like, my mom, my dad, my sister, they would make it for me, and, and whenever they would do that, I'd just feel so, like, I feel like royalty. Like, I felt so honored that, uh, that somebody would serve me like that. And um, anyways, that just leads me to the, to, to the scripture that we're focused on today. Um, and, and what Jesus did is he actually fed breakfast to, to some of the disciples. And in uh, our scripture today is John 21. If you want to turn your, uh, turn John, your Bible up. John, the Gospel of John. Gospel of John. John 21, and then it's 12 through 13. All right, and... Uh, and it, in my NASB version, the, the title over this section says, Jesus provides. Um, and I love that because that's exactly what I'm getting from this. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. Actually, you know what? I'm sorry. I messed up. Um, I just want to pray real quick as we open the word um, and just make sure that, that the Lord is really guiding us through this. Yeah, so let's do it. Just real quick. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this day, Lord. I thank you for your, your word, Lord. May you just uh, just envelop us in, in your word, Lord, and and draw light to our to our bodies, Lord. May we just draw nearer to you, and uh, and may you just open up this scripture to to all the people on the other side of the screen, Lord. Yes, and um, and use my my lips and Jared's lips, Lord, for your purposes, Lord. And may we move out of the way so that your will can be done. We thank you, Jesus. In your name, we pray this. Amen. Amen. All right. Sorry about that. I just as I was reading it, I I realized I was reading it, and I wasn't letting the Lord read it. Um, so John twenty one twelve is, Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. None of the disciples ventured to question him. Who are you? Knowing that it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them and the fish likewise. Yeah, there's a lot more to that story. I mean, like, like we, we were talking before this about like the resurrection and after Jesus and, and where were the disciples? Were they in Jerusalem? When were they in Jerusalem? When were they in Galilee? Yeah. Um, but clearly John's gospel, which was written last, John wrote a, a, a fourth gospel for us. 
um, he gives us a story of Peter, mm-hmm. right? And, and it kind of mirrors a story of Peter earlier in the Gospels about fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, about when, uh, you know, when Jesus first came to them, that he was, he was fishing on a boat. Yeah. Um, and in this story, he's again out there fishing on a boat when Jesus appears. Um, and this is the, the third, it says in the book of John, it says this is the third time he, he manifested his presence to the disciples. Um, so this is the third time Jesus appeared to them. And, and they're on the boat. But Jesus isn't on the boat. Jesus, and he's not walking on the water. This isn't the walking on water. Jesus is on the shore, but he's not a visible body. So he's, he's far enough away to where you can't see exactly who it is. So you wouldn't be like, that's Jesus. I can see him. He's, I, I know for sure. No, they that's, didn't know for sure. That's funny. Uh, when Josiah and I went to Israel, we were at Galilee, and we actually swam out to these buoys, which was about the distance, right, mm-hmm. that they were fishing. And we could see the people we were with on shore, and we were yelling at them, hollering to see if they could hear us. And you couldn't actually see their face, so you could see, like, what their facial features looked like. But, I mean, we knew who it was because, like, we knew what they were wearing that day or what they looked like the color of their hair. Mm-hmm. But, like, I can imagine if they hadn't seen Jesus, like, for a while, you know, since yeah. he's the resurrected Jesus maybe in a room, and now there's a man on the shore yelling, hey, how's the fishing going? Like... They didn't know it was him. Yeah, so. they said, hey, children, you got any fish? And I think it's funny because that ties to John 6, 9, right? Mm-hmm. And it talks about how um, he, he asks a lad, do you, you know, what's two, or sorry, one of the disciples asks the lad, what's two fish and, and five loaves for so many? And I think it's funny in this one, Jesus actually hollers out and says, hey, you even have any fish in there? And they had none. They were actually out fishing all night. Peter said to the other disciples, mm-hmm. he said, hey, Hey guys, I'm going to go fishing. You want to join? And they went and they went all night. And this is, so this is dawn in the morning mm-hmm. and, and some guys hollering from the side, Hey, you got any fish in your, in your net? No, I don't got any fish. We don't have any. Um, who are you? Why are you yelling at us? And the story is the same as it was earlier, right? Well, throw your nets on the other side and you know that they know what they're doing. They're fishermen. They, that's the, what they did for a living, right? Yeah, that's how they made they their They know income. how to fish and you don't throw your nets in the deep water. That's not where the fish are. They're over here. But in the first time that Jesus told them to do it, they caught so many that it began to sink the boat where they called their other fishermen boats over and they filled both boats and, you know, and they were like, oh, you must be the Messiah, right? Yeah. That's what they said the first time. Yeah. The non-resurrected Jesus. Yeah. And then now, he goes and dies on the cross, comes back and then does it again. Does the same thing. And he says, hey, cast your net on the other side. And they yeah. cast their net on the other side. As soon as they do that, Peter's like, oh. It's the Lord, and he just jumps. He grabs his robe, he puts it on, he jumps in the water and swims. I don't know how many how many yards away was it? Like fifty. Yeah, fifty yeah. yards. It's yeah. A good amount. It's yeah. not an easy swim, and he swam while the other disciples were trying to row ashore, and yeah. say hi to Jesus. You know, they didn't. Peter was like, "Forget the boat, forget my friends. Man. I see the Lord. I'm going." Peter was always like that, though. Remember, like when Peter didn't want to wash his feet. Yeah. And he was like, "I must do this," and then he goes, "Well, then wash my whole body." Yeah. And he's like, "Peter, you just need your feet washed." <laughs> you know. Peter was a little excited. Just all the way. Actually, I have, a, I have a friend who's a lot like that. Like he, he hears of a task or he thinks about like maybe it's hiking for a season and he just like, I'm hiking. I'm going on every mountain. I'm going to peak Mount Rainier. And then all of a sudden, six months later, hiking's not the hype anymore. It's, mm-hmm. it's something else, right? And it's, there's always a hype putting in front of it. And I think I like that. I think that's something Peter has is he's always like 120% or nothing. Mm-hmm. And so he just puts everything into it. And then Jesus... Being Jesus gives him correction as he's walking through life, um, and he's appearing to, to to Peter. So a lot of times I've heard this message preached, and a lot of times they talk about how um, Jesus said, 
do you love me? And Peter said, I love you. And they go into depth on like the Greek words of what that all means. And they talk about Peter's struggle and how Jesus meets him where mm -hmm. he is. But we actually wanted to bring a word about how Jesus is the provider out of this story. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. And, and so that, that point of the breakfast that my parents made me or my sister or whoever, you know, made me, it was the same thing in this, in this story. You know, um, I'm just going to pull out my notes real quick. Um, it's just that he was by the side of the sea. Jesus was standing by the side of the sea and he was waiting there with the, with the fire. It was already made. He already had the fire lit, made. He already had the fish there and he told them to cast their, their fish on the other side. And so how, how, how much more do you need to, to realize like he's their provider? He didn't only give them the, the income they needed to support their families, right? from their job. Their job was fishermen before, right? Oh, because they, they caught back. all the fish. Because they caught all the fish, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they caught all the fish. Not only did they, he supply them their income for the for the night that they didn't get, he also had breakfast waiting for them. And so a whole night uh, of work, right? And a whole, a whole day of labor, basically just the nighttime worth, and nothing comes of it. But then all of a sudden, the Lord comes, and he not only provides all of what they didn't have, but he provides them a, a warm meal in the same sense. Um, you know that meal had to be good too. Like I'm thinking of a, a a fish sandwich made on the side of a beach. Like I can imagine myself making <laughs> catching a fish and making a sandwich. Like wh where did Jesus get the bread, right? Well, yeah. he's God. He manifests himself. I'm sure he could manifest food. Well, kind of like manna but, in the yeah. Right. So yeah. I mean, but you know that it probably had to be the best fish sandwich they probably ever oh, had. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I guarantee that. Um, yeah, I, would, I don't even like fish, um, but I guarantee that that fish would be the best fish because it's from Jesus. I mean, what what better fish could you have? Um, I actually will eat fish occasionally, some halibut, some deep-fried halibut, mm. pretty good. That but, was tilapia. Yeah, tilapia. That was, that, that those are the they, fish that are... That, at least that's what Pastor Steve Shell always taught us. Yeah, It was tilapia that they ate. So. Tilapia, yep. yeah. They sell frozen tilapia at Costco if, uh, if you wanted to try some. It's not the same though. You need the fresh stuff from from the Sea of Galilee. Totally sidebar. I thought I thought when I heard Pastor Steve talk about eating tilapia, I thought I'm gonna buy a lot of tilapia. So I bought. A ton I went through a fish thing and I went and bought a ton of fish. And now my family won't eat fish because I tried making us eat fish for like every meal. So that whole time Steve yeah. was talking about yeah. tilapia, you were yeah. like, "Ah, we're eating it. We're eating fish." I went and bought a ton of. So I thought fish. about that. I started yeah. eating more fish, yeah. and I. I Found out I don't like fish. Jesus <laughs> needs to make my fish if I'm going to eat it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but, but Jesus has come back not to only provide us our fish and multiply it for others to share and give to others like our family, our friends, right? But he actually will bring us something to eat. He won't just bring it for our family and everyone else. He'll bring us something to eat. And he had already added to the disciples' numbers by, by giving them the great catch, right? So he, he gave them more. But, but then he also provided a warm... Hot meal for them after the long day's work. Um, you know, it, it might be hard to understand today, but, but when we listen to Jesus today and we, we long for him and we, we follow him, we no longer hunger or thirst, but we're filled. You know, yeah. when, we, when we actually seek and press into him, we're actually filled. He provides That's that so filling for us. Yeah, but he, even those disciples, man, like, I don't know what was going on with Peter, but like, I can imagine. He denied Jesus three times. He has this shame going on, this guilt going on inside of him, mm -hmm. and he decides he's going to go back and fish, right? Yeah. When God has clearly given him the commission to go, yeah. and now he's fishing, and now Jesus says, Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? Peter, 
tend to my sheep, right? Yeah. Like that's like, it's crazy. He like, still provides even when he's not listening. To it the doesn't, Lord. and that's the same for that's what I'm trying to say for us today. Mm-hmm. Like we might be like, oh God, but you don't know what I what I looked at last night on my phone, or you don't know what what the movie I watched the other night, or you don't know what I've been, you don't know the things that I've been thinking in my mind, and mm-hmm. and some of us kind of like I think we struggle with like. Oh, but God, you you don't know. He does know. Yes. He knew what was going on with Peter, and he made a way for it. He provided a meal, and he provided income, and, and that's what you're saying. I'm hearing you say, like, that's what God wants to do for us. Yeah, Just absolutely. provide that for us. Absolutely, and, and also, like, there's no doubt about who he is. When he provides these things, when he appears, we know it's him. Um, for example, Peter, when, when they just cast the net on the other side, it was like, the 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 alarm went off for Peter like that's the Lord like you know what I mean like sometimes we just know like sometimes the Lord provides for me and and I know it's him like sometimes I'll just have money drop into my account at the most random times or like a check will come in that was months before reimbursement and and it'll just come in right at right on time and it's just like I know that was the Lord and that's when I'm ready to put my robe on and jump out and 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 go get him and it's just so so it's so exciting to see when the Lord gives those messages but we have to know you know know what he's saying we have to know what his voice sounds like to to hear him um to to have that feeling um yeah it says the sheep know his the sound of the shepherd's voice yes exactly and how do we find that you know Um, when the disciple peter knew it was jesus like i said he grabbed his clothes he he grabbed his clothes and put them all on so he took his possessions like they didn't catch any fish he probably would have grabbed a couple fish too but he didn't have any so he grabbed all his possessions and he went to jesus with everything he had to present to him um he didn't just go with what he was wearing. He was wearing his work clothes because it was probably hot. He had a nice warm robe on and he was, you know, hauling in nets that were empty and throwing them back out. He's probably sweating and it was getting, the sun was rising. So he was, he was not wearing his robe, but he put it on to go out there and present himself to the Lord. And, and he didn't care about anything. He left his food. He left his yeah. friends. He left his vehicle. Like yeah. he left his car. He left everything behind him. He jumped he, out of a boat. <laughs> he jumped off a boat. Yeah. Who knows? Like, this is the same guy who walked on water, right? Yeah, he did. He said, if you're really Jesus, then then tell me to come walk on the water, and I'll walk on the water. And he had doubt, right? And he began to sink, and he said, oh, little faith, right? Yeah. Well, the story Grabbed would have been him. a little different if, <laughs> if Peter ran out the boat and ran to Jesus on the water, right? Because yeah. then his faith would have been too great a measure, right? So mm-hmm. it was kind of that concept of, you know, Peter's struggling with his faith in this in this story, like, Peter is back to what he was starting with. Yeah. He's, he's not understanding what God wants from him. He's, he's actually somewhat doubting him in this moment. But then the Lord appears and, and he's like, yes, I can grab hold of that. And he grabs hold of it. He takes everything and he goes and it's he jumps. Kind of, it's like remembering the promise. Yeah. Like when God, when God works in our lives and he does a powerful like, work in our lives and we're like, oh, wow, that was God. It's like, that's what he remembered. Mm-hmm. Like, throw your nets on the other side. He remembered the power of God, the presence of Jesus, and the power of, of who God was in his life. And he was like, he jumped out of the boat. Yeah. So it's like, are you ready to jump out of the boat? <laughs> you know? I, th- I feel like that's what we're saying. Yeah, definitely. Are you, are you ready to jump out of the boat? I mean, I mean, how far are we really willing to go to reach for our Lord? When Peter knew it was Jesus' voice from the shore, uh, his heart leaped. Like, that was the alarm. I, I, I bet his heart just like, jumped out of his chest and he, he leaped and and that alarm was like it's, it's him it's him i gotta go um but like these disciples got to walk with jesus got to walk with the lord and talk to him and and know he was going to die be resurrected and still have disbelief he got to they got to walk with him right they got to walk with him how do we walk with him we're here jesus 
isn't in his ministry time anymore. In fact, he's, he's in an eternal ministry time now. And how do, we, how do we get to know him? How do we walk with him? How do we know what he's calling us to? And it's right here. It's right here. It's the word. It's very simple. You want to walk with him like the disciples did? They wrote it out for you. Jesus wanted us to know how to be with him. And he wrote it in this, in this wonderful word. Now this is the truth. So if you, if you want to know what Jesus was all about, if you want to know what he's calling you to, you have to open your Bible and you have to read it. If you want to hear the shepherd's voice, if you want to be the sheep that hears the shepherd's voice, you have to know who he is. And the only way to know it is to make sure everything that you're hearing aligns with here. Because the enemy will take things and he'll, he'll, he'll pervert them. He'll, he'll misconstrue them. He'll make you think that's truth. The truth is here. So if it doesn't align with this, it's not truth. And so make sure when you hear something, it aligns with this. And you'll know who the shepherd is. He'll reveal himself very quickly. But it takes our discipline to, to push into this, right? Yeah. It, takes, it takes our efforts to receive what the yeah. Lord wants in our lives. Yeah. You got to jump out of the boat. You got to press in. Got to jump out of the boat, right? You got to be hungry. Hey, when you jump out of the boat, does it turn dark? I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I think it would turn dark, right? Because you're in underwater, it turn dark. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but I think I think Jesus doesn't want it to turn dark. I think when you jump out of the boat, he actually illuminates. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's some of us out there who are, you know, who who haven't jumped off the boat, or even those who have jumped off the boat, but they found themselves swimming right back to it. Um, you know, through the Word, we can understand, we can receive, and we can be, you know, transformed. Um, I just want to say a, a quick prayer, and then and then we'll jump into worship. Um, yeah, let's start that worship song. Yeah, we can just start the worship song low, and and we'll uh, we'll just pray real quick with you guys, and and we'll just close with this. And and please stay in in here and worship. Send some some uh, comments. Yeah. We'll as, respond as Nikki begins to pray. Um, if you need prayer, we have we have this platform where you can click "I need prayer," and. Um, so take advantage of that. We want to hear from you. We want to pray with you. We have people ready to connect with you. So uh, feel free to do that. Or we're going to throw up our numbers too. Like, you know, we, we walk away, we throw up our numbers because we want you to call us. We, we want you to know that we're holding our phones waiting for you to text and call us at the end of this service. We're not just, we're just not walking away. So we do that because we want to give you a time to to be in his presence, to experience his power. I mean, absolutely. Let's remember the promise. Let's jump out of the boat. But yeah, go ahead. Let's jump out of the boat. Yeah. yeah. So dear heavenly Father, we just we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time, this platform to gather, Lord. We thank you for for the technology that's been provided to us, Lord. And Lord, I just pray right now, Lord, that if there's stumbling blocks in our life, Lord, that we can't see when we're in the darkness, Lord, that you help illuminate our lives, Lord, that we jump out of the ship We jump out of the boat and we run to you. Lord, with everything we have, we go to you and we place it at your feet, Lord. Lord, I just pray that that as we seek you, Lord, you you help cleanse our temple. You you remind us of what we need to to rid ourselves of. You cleanse our feet, Lord. You cleanse our hands and you wash our bodies, Lord. Lord, because we're like Peter. We want all of it washed because we need it so bad. And, And Lord, we want to look at you first, Lord. We put you as our focal point. Lord, may your Holy Spirit just dwell within us. Lord, cleanse our temple for for a pure place for you to stay, Lord. And Lord, may you just guide our steps as we open the Word and look up to you and reach out to your people. Thank you for, for everything you're doing. 
and thank you for everything you're going to do. In your name we pray this, Jesus. Amen.